This is a podcast from Rover. You want to know what your uh, slow burn joke was? Bryn, yours please. Yeah, so I had a um, boat sitting in the driveway that um, I had for sale and I sold it during the day while me and my partner were at work and this was quite a daring move to be honest, but at work. I got the guy to left the, leave the cash underneath my barbecue and when my partner got home from work, she rang me and asked where the boat was and I couldn't help myself but let her believe it was stolen for a couple of days before I came clean and pulled the cash out from under the barbecue. Oh, my gosh. And, yeah, she was pretty pretty dark on me for a week or so, but it was definitely worth every second. Did, uh, were you not concerned that she may call the police and then you get done for wasting police time? Or insurance nah, fraud? I just sort of told her not to do it. Uh, she was like, oh, I'll ring the police. And I was like, nah, nah, let me figure it out. I'll talk to the neighbours and I'll do a bit of research first. And she was pretty gullible. So. <laughs> but her mate was there as well and her daughter when I pulled the cash out from underneath the barbecue and went, here's the boat. And, yeah, she just looked at me very, very sour and went inside. And <laughs> that was it was a pretty quiet week at home, but yeah, just norm- a classic stitch. Norm- normally, selling your boat uh, it can be a bit of a tough day for a lot of people, but what you've done there has managed to turn it into a bit of fun. <laughs> yeah, well, the boat was not the best boat in the world anyway, so nice. I, I only sold it for four grand. It could have been a hell of a loss. I could have had no boat, but Facebook messages these days, are pretty easy to track someone down. Well, I suppose not really. In hindsight, I probably shouldn't have done it, but it was definitely <laughs> worth it. So you do the calculations in your head. <laughs> I can hear the reversing beep in your voice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't think it quite. I didn't think it through properly, did I? But mate, still worked, and that's all that matters. Cheers, Brendan. You have a cracker. Yeah, you too, mate. See you, mate. My righto, Jeff, mate, in Auckland. What's your slow burn joke? Yes, uh, about two years ago when I qualified as a butcher. I um, told the apprentice at the time I'd just got a $12.50 pay rise when I qualified. <laughs> and uh, he just qualified on Friday and got uh, $3.50, which is actually what I got when I qualified. Oh, that's so Oh, that's cat amongst the pigeons. <laughs> not, the bravest of, not the bravest of moves, uh, the smartest of moves to be doing when uh, the person's just got a belt full of knives as well. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh man, and on yeah. what was supposed to be a day when he was, mate, he'd probably already bought, he'd <laughs> already purchased the boat and a brand new Harley and a yeah. seat in the yeah. summer in his head. Now he just ripped it out from under him. He's got six gym yeah. visas tucked up he to the eyeballs. Like, I was on annual leave too, and he was excited as I got back to work yesterday, and he told me. Uh, <laughs> just cracked up laughing. Oh, how long did amazing. you? How long did you have that one on the simmer for? Well, I qualified in. Um, April two years ago, <laughs> and that's when I told him. Hey, maybe Jeff is a uh, is a little bit of an uh, a little bit of an olive branch. Uh, we could possibly not plant one of those on behalf because we're looking for natives. Novus Glass, the team that make this show happen, have a Novus Glass GC, which is a great contribution to the show, and that's a great contribution. So we'll plant a native tree on your behalf and uh, give you fifty bucks to maybe uh, get a box of tubes to share with old mate who's absolutely fuming and you know, up to his. Teats and debt. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Novus, eh? Uh, nice work. Hold there, Jeff. Text here from Adam Snell. Uh, the, the missus and I uh, would often watch TV together at night, and I'd pause the TV from my phone uh, while she was watching it on Chromecast. Not often enough for her to think it was anything too serious, but enough for her to notice it. I did this for months before doing it a whole lot in a row while talking to her. She got 
absolutely mad and lost the plot when <laughs> she found out that it was me. <laughs> just one of those just full in-house, just you and the missus. Uh, another one here from Jared in Christchurch. Told a truckie that used to come into our work every day that one of my workmates that he knew who rode his bike to work every day had been knocked off his bike and killed by a massive truck. <laughs> Swept him up under the wheels, dragged him. Real, real seagull feeder. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I kept absolutely deadpan and ran with it. Uh, eventually, the trucker came in a couple of months later uh, and saw said workmate sitting in the cafeteria with us. He couldn't believe his eyes. <laughs> Corey West, I convinced the missus that they trained a gorilla to play the drums on the Cadbury ad and had her going for weeks until she mentioned it to her sister, who told her otherwise. I kid you not, Robert Taylor used to do the afternoon show on The Rock. He legit thought that was real as well. Thought it was months and months of training. <laughs> Uh, and finally, Karen Pierce, my partner introduced me to a guy called Moses, uh, five years at least later, in a chat with a family friend, I mentioned good old Moses, and they asked who I was talking about. So I described him, easy, because he looks like Moses, and then they informed me that his name's Martin. <laughs> I've been calling Martin Moses to his face for five years. <laughs> He's like, she's oh, Karen from work's pretty good, Val, but geez, I don't know how she thinks her name's Moses. It sounds nothing like Martin. Oh, geez, these are enjoyable. Thank you very, yeah. very much. Somebody at work today, they got stitched up. It was, <laughs> it brought us all together. It was amazing, you know. Like, it, I'll tell you what happened. It was Marty. Marty, right? Like, Dave on the forklift, he, he said, Marty, Phil, Phil, Phil's the boss, right? He said, Phil, in the office, he wants you. So Marty's like, oh, what does Phil want? Marty's walked up to the office, gone there, asked Phil, what do you want? Phil says, I don't want you. It's a bloody stitcher. <laughs> Dave sent him along. Phil didn't even want him. We're all standing back together watching. It cracked us up. Classic stitcher. But I tell you what, it brought us all together. You know, before that, it was a bit of tension. A few guys have been making a few mistakes. We had to get a few orders out on time. You know, it was a lot of tension in the warehouse. But when Dave laid the stitch up on Marty, oh, man. Brought us all together. You can't beat a classic stitch up, I reckon. Give it a crack. Have a stitch up. I reckon this country was built on stitch ups, you know? It's what makes us who we are. Coming up with Rock Drive. Just superb delivery. Uh, he's a comedian, by the way, and one of the very uh, one of the very best at Aaron Goxie Gox. Yeah, that's a uh, text late text here, a bit of late mail from Jeff. Uh, Matt, a mate of mine is a massive fan of limes, loves him with his tequila. Uh, so I got him a lime tree as his housewarming present. Turns out it's actually a lemonade lemon tree. He'll find out eventually. <laughs> the Jay and Dunk Podcast. Be a part of the team on Facebook or Insta at The Rock Drive.